Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet, and it's free. No strings attached. Don't feel like you're getting scammed because it's free. Stop thinking that way. What are you thinking that way? HashtagBasketball.com. Go there now. I'm your host, Mike Katrin. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What is up, Tyler? Oh, Michael, another day, another dollar. Maybe it is another day. Today. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not a full dollar. Rain I don't remember, I don't remember getting a dollar. <laughs> Dude, if you got a dollar every day. It's not a lot. That'd be, that'd be a bad life. That's 365 a year. If you worked eight hours a day and didn't get paid a living wage, that'd be fucking that. Like you should get, if you're, if that's happening to you, you should do a general strike, organize, uh, start a union, and then also um, work with other unions to start a general strike. And I'm with you. Call me up. I'm in. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck these corporations. I don't even know where this came from. Anyways, yeah. Dallas, let's get to it. Let's do it. I'm excited. This, this is your team. One. This could be a short one. I'm not sure. Um, this is your talk team. About some stuff. Yeah. They brought in Reggie Bullock. They brought in Moses Brown. Your boy Mo Brown. Um, they, they brought re-signed. in Sterling Brown. They've apparently all the Browns are about to sign Frank Nilakina. I heard this. Uh, Frank Nilakina back from the grave. Congratulations, Frank. Frankie. Frankie Smokes. Uh, Frankie Smokes is a great nickname. It I mean, let's, let's be honest. Yeah. That, that's up there with the nick, the good nicknames. It is. I want to be Frankie Smokes. I mean, let's face it. Yeah, Josh Richardson didn't fit in there. Didn't play well. Kind of a guy that you were definitely on, and who should have been better. Quite frankly, he had uh, a, a good year in fantasy, and then just kind of fell off after he left Miami. Uh, Nico Melanie or Melanie. Well, I don't know where that where that came from. Nico Melli back to Italy. Um, I agree. Go. I would if I had the choice of going back to Italy or being uh, in Chicago. I'd, I'd I'd never been to Italy, but I would go back to Italy. Well, he's kind of a star there too. Which, I mean, would you rather be a star or a a bit bench player that barely gets to play? Like, I'd, I'd rather be a star. Let's face uh, yeah. it. Yeah, rather... my hometown, like my home country. I'd go back and be a star, man. Hundred percent. Have you have you have you seen the food in Italy? That alone, that alone should make you want to go back to Italy and not uh, fucking Dallas. It's just seven big Indianapolises next to each other, calling that a city. And um, how many, and you can only eat barbecue so many times. I don't know, man. I can eat barbecue a lot of times. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's so many I times. Mean, you die at like to... 30, but still might be worth it. It is worth it. There's some <laughs> great barbecue in Dallas. Um, but where do I mean? Where do you want to begin here? Let's just begin at the top. The Luka Doncic, uh, another fantastic year out of Luka Doncic. Um, another likely fantastic improvement. Uh, it'll probably just keep getting better. Um, still a very large hole in his nine cat game. Those free throws have not gotten better. Not sure they're going to get better. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a, a very talked about thing. He missed a lot in the playoffs. Um, it's an area he's talked about he's working on. It's an area that they've talked about him working on. Some of it is mental. Can he get over that hurdle? That remains to be seen. He does have significant stretches where he shoots over 80%. 
but then he has some long stretches where he shoots like 50 or 60%. So it'll be interesting to see where that number shakes out for sure. Um, I feel like it's going to get a little bit better than 73. I'd probably not all the way to 80, but if I was a betting man, like 76, 77% here. Well, an ACAT per game last season, 19th overall when you include that free throw percentage, eighth overall when you don't. If you're in a head-to-head league, there's not a lot of guys who can get you about, you know, 28, 8, and 9, and there's not a lot of guys who, who, who can get 28, 8, and 9 and are like, you know, what, how old is Luca now? 21, 22? 22, turns 23 in February. Um, I will just mention this. I'll throw it out there, and, and we could say what we want about it, or we can just leave it. Um, Jason Kidd is the coach. Yes. Jason I think we should Kidd, talk about that. Jason Kidd, in his two previous stops, has very much catered to his star players. Yeah, he's also slept with a lot of suburban wives. Um, <laughs> so I feel like, Lucas numbers might even go up some. Um, but in saying that, he's the num he's going second overall in Yahoo drafts. That's that's too high for me, Tyler. Yeah, and I'm kind of with you. Like I have him in my top seven. Yeah. And we talked about how that kind of group is is fungible in a lot of ways, right? Like you could have this person, you could have that person. Like, I'm okay with it. Um, if you love Luca and you just want Luca, yeah, like it's not going to kill you. Probably they have Luca and he's going to be great, but I just feel like there's some other guys I'd rather have than him. So I don't think I'm going to own him in a lot of snake drafts. No, I think if you're playing with a little bit, um, I, I would say more, uh, veteran players, you could still probably get him at five, six, seven, eight. Um, I, I think Curry should easily go ahead of him. Jokic, KD, likely Harden as well. Um, they, they, they all do, uh, just the, pretty much the same stuff. So if you know, you, you love, like you're saying, if you love Luca, this is supposed to be fun. It's fancy basketball. Um, I can see you going with Luca and I do think he shouldn't be out of falling out of that top nine in a head to head league in a, in a roto league though. I, I think he's a second round player. Fair. I mean, there's a, a, a lot of guys with not a lot of warts up at the top. So, um, Yeah. It would Do you depend on how you thought you could build your team, and and obviously where you think Luca's free throw percentage ends up. Like yeah. we've seen Luca do some amazing things already, right? Like from year one to year two, there was a pretty significant leap, and the numbers didn't show it, but there was a pretty significant leap last year too, where he shot the ball a lot better, he proved his jumper a lot, he started taking mid range jumpers, which helped him, you know, just kind of get a little bit more free. Um, so it would not surprise me if he takes kind of another fairly big leap. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's just going to do anything other than get better. So you know, I, I think it's pretty. He's a pretty safe draft pick. Could be, I mean, could eventually average a triple double, just like Westbrook. Um, so shout out to Luka Doncic for being so awesome. Ugh. What about the rest of this team, though, Tyler? I I would have to say that. Christos Porzingis is one of the harder players, definitely top three hardest player for me to figure out that has the most consequences if I don't figure it out. Okay, fair. And maybe we should start with, say, this. Okay, so there he was bad in the playoffs. Yeah. Some of it was by design. 
Okay, let me hear it. Um, so the Mavs didn't want the ball in his hands because the Clippers came out with Kawhi Leonard guarding him. And basically when they passed him the ball, Kawhi Leonard just stripped him. He's Kawhi Leonard. He's really good. And Chris Stapps doesn't have a great handle for all the great things that he can do. He doesn't have a great handle. Nope. And so they said, well, if you're going to put your best defender on Chris Stapps, we're just going to put him on the corner, put him in the corner, try to take Kawhi out of the game, let Luca cook the rest of these guys until you put Kawhi on him. And they did put Kawhi on him in game six and seven. And it's one reason why the Clippers came back and won that series. Um, and unfortunately for KP, his numbers didn't really improve. Um, new coach. Kid has talked a lot already about trying to get Chris Epps more involved and, you know, him having a very successful season. And the maps have made a lot about, this is basically the first healthy off season he's ever had in his NBA career that, Every other year, his, his season ended with a season-ending injury. So in fantasy, that's not something you want to hear, right? Um, I think Chris Stapp's numbers are going to be like 20 points, nine rebounds, a block and a half, fairly good percentages. The problem is going to be how many games is that going to be in? I yeah. can tell you that you can roll out anywhere near 82. They're going to rest him on back-to-backs. They're going to watch his minutes closely. Of course, um, they should. So, how many is it going to be? Well, that'll depend on if Chris Epps actually gets an injury or if it's just missing those games um, from resting and whatnot. Well, history per- says he gets injured, so that's yeah. probably happening at some point. His per game value is is real silly. Um, he's got the one and a half blocks. Could be even a little bit higher there, depending on how they how a kid wants to play him. Close to 10 rebounds, 20 points, all the threes, great percentages for a big. Uh, still, you know, what, what kills him and stops him from being, you know, a real top-tier player is once again steals, assists. Um, you know, he's got a little bit of a uh, uh, Christian Wood syndrome here. The assists aren't good. The steals aren't uh, that, that great. Uh, but he's a better scorer, better three-point shooter, better percentages. Um, and the blocks, of course. That's what really props him up when you look at value. I don't feel comfortable taking him in the first four rounds simply because of his health. Going 47.8, which is okay. It feels like a good spot, but do you want KP even there? Like it feels like the, uh, well, he's on the damn board here. Might as well take him. Right. And, and I guess it's, it's all going to come down to your risk tolerance. Like how much risk are you willing to take? Yeah. What's the rest of your team look like? If you've already got some riskier players at the top, maybe you drafted Chris Paul, maybe Kyrie, you Irving. Kyrie Irving, maybe you drafted any of those Brooklyn guys. I would say all of them are, are a little bit risky. Um, Anthony Davis, something like that. Maybe you have him. I yeah. probably wouldn't go for KP then at that point. Nope. Um, if you have a pretty safe team though, like guys, you feel good about playing a lot of games. Maybe you got, Damian Lillard or Giannis, then you came back and you got Trey Young or someone like that, plays a lot of games. And, you know, you keep building with guys that you feel pretty good about. I could see taking a shot on KP at that spot. Um, I'll be honest, I would say, too, I like KP a little bit better in Roto probably, too, because, like, in head-to-head, you're just not going to get those games. All right, let's let's play the game. Let's play the game, Tyler. I'm going to go to – I'm going to fully admit to go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes – and if you are a Patreon or want to subscribe to be a Patreon, you can see 
my initial pass on the tiered rankings. And I do not have Chris Tesprazingas in my top 50. It's fair. It's it's fair. It's certainly I, fair. I, I, I can't quibble with it. Like there are 50 guys I'd probably rather have. Yes. So I'm being 100 percent honest. So let's now, play the game. Are you ready? Right. I'm ready. Let's do it. Would you rather uh who would you rather draft? The Tyler Olin draft. Chris Tesprazingas or Nurkic? Man, that's a tough one. Probably Nurkic. I would say almost certainly Nurkic. Uh, I know there's some question marks around his health as well, but I just think Nurkic all around, just he, he even head, 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 or Roto, right? Nurkic. Well, KP offers you a lot more scoring. It. Yes. And it would depend somewhat on what my team looks like, right? Because we're talking, you know, in that 50, 60 range, you know, like if I don't, if I need scoring, yep. I, I might have to go KP there. Maybe. Yeah, depends on if I can find any scoring anywhere else. Uh, DeAndre Ayton or KP? Probably Ayton just feel better about his health, plus I feel like he's still improving. So, Yeah, same here. Um, he's getting drafted in the top 30, though. I don't know that I like that. Oof, Ayton's in the top 30. Interesting. 29.6. Three subs in a row. Booker, Ayton, Paul. 29.5, half, 29.6, 30.8. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, Clint Capella or KP? Give me Clint Capella. Yes, sir. Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Valanciunas. You know I love Valanciunas. I love Valanciunas as well. Robert Williams. Whew. Now, see, this is a guy I just don't know how many minutes he's going to play. He's got that kind of Mitchell Robinson thing for me where it's like, how many minutes does Robert Williams really get? Uh, I'd probably go KP there. It's a real... It's a real fit, right? Rob Williams, all like, you know, if you need the blocks, all-star blocks, even in limited minutes, he's kind of, in fact, needs to play a little bit more minutes this season than last. On the flip side, KP's KP. Uh, so I, I would actually say it's a toss-up. I have Rob Will in my top 50 simply because of the blocks, but I don't know. I might, I might, when I think about it, switch them out with, with uh, KP and Rob Will. I think that's where, kind of where my level, my level is. Yeah, fair, fair. All right, a few more. KP, Rashard Holmes. Another tough one for me. Um I'm not sure. I probably, I probably go KP. So Holmes, Holmes is Holmes. Holmes is sneakily kind of injury prone too. True. And so I feel better about KP getting more points. I feel better about him getting more rebounds. I feel like the blocks could be somewhat of a toss up. KP is going to hit you some threes. I feel like they're both going to be decent percentages. I feel like I got KP just over that. Just because I don't feel good about his games either. If I felt good about his games. Sean Holmes's, I would have him over KP. That's fair. I say so another toss-up. I have all three of those guys kind of right around each other. Um, I think I don't know. And it's kind of why I like to get my big man before that point. Yes. I don't really I don't want to have to pick one of these guys. I don't want to have to be like, do I want KP or Sean Holmes or Jared Jackson, who's sometimes quite frequently injured, or like I'd rather just like 
have Jonas Valanciunas or have one of the top guys like uh, Capello or uh, Rudy Gobert or someone like that, where it's just like, all right, I got Rudy Gobert. I feel good about Rudy Gobert. He's going to be good. He's going to do his Rudy Gobert stuff. Cool. KP or Johnny Collins? Similar. <sighs> Similar players. Yeah. Yeah, going very close to each other in drafts. Um, John Collins probably just because I feel better, but I'm playing a good deal of games. Yes. So I, it's a real toss-up. And I think oh, right around that 50 spot is where KP's value is. And if you want to – it's like little – it's high upside, high low side. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> high low side? Why are you just making up stuff now? High upside, high low side. You uh, words and stuff. I mean, you could really just shit away this pick. You know, you could get Chris Dapps in a month in, you could be out again. Um, but he also could perform very well and value is value. And let's, he comes into the season, like Tyler's saying, healthy off season, coming into the season healthy. He has a great month or two. That's a lot of value that you can trade. And so just keep that in mind as you f- start to sink into the fourth and fifth round. You don't always have to draft for fit. And you don't always have to draft the best player on the board, though you should. You can sometimes, the best player on the board is the guy who can be traded for a better player. Because that's value too. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, The rest of this team. Yeah. Do we need to talk about the rest of this team? There is a sneaky deep league player on this team you want to guess who it is we got finney smith we got dwight powell who's uh per uh, minute value is always de- pretty decent and tim harway jr uh maxi kleber i like maxi kleber he's, he's yeah. a good deep league play so i mean he gets good blocks but finney smith is really the guy he finished 133rd last year oh. um he doesn't really like his two worst categories are points and assists he doesn't really hurt you anywhere else he gets you almost a steal he gets you like five rebounds he gets you a couple threes like he's just good across the board so like in a deep league as you're like 10th 11th 12th 13th round pick no one wants dorian finney smith half people in league i don't think you even heard of dorian finney smith they're not sure who he even is um dorian finney smith can just be a real sneaky guy in a deep league that just gives you some numbers that you need to win if you were in a let's say a redraft league I probably I'm probably not drafting Finney Smith, but if I really needed three pointers, I might with one of my last picks roster Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, I think Hardaway's going to score a little bit more this year, yeah. just because they're going to need him to score a little bit more. He's also probably going to play a few more minutes, which they just need. Um, but he's really just a threes and points guy, good free throw percentage, but again, it's not on very high volume. And really, where he kills you is he doesn't really get you any steals or blocks, which you don't like, and he doesn't get you any assists. So. Um, but yeah, yeah, Tim Hardaway's fine. He's a streamer for me. Um, I feel like Cleaver's a streamer if you need blocks. Finney Smith's just good across the board. Tim Hardaway, streamer. Reggie Bullock can even be a streamer if you need threes and, and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, not not a great fantasy team, Dallas. No. Yeah, not even with like full minutes from these guys. Like Finney Smith or Tim Hardaway end up with like full minutes, and they, they are just kind of who they are. Uh, good team to pay attention to, good team to stream. Um, Chris Stapp's kind of the uh, the wild card here in Dallas. Uh, is there anything else from Dallas that we should be paying attention to? Maybe Mo Brown. A lot of people uh, like Mo Brown. Um, Mo Brown's probably not going to be on the team after trade deadline. I'll say that. 
you heard it here first throw that out there um so there's that and for the this team i I think this team's going to be super fun to watch they got luca and if you've never sat down and watched a full luca game you're missing out for sure um i feel like it's going to go one of two ways with kid because it it always kind of does and i'm not going to get into which way i think it's going to go but there's going to be a lot of excitement with that too well i think there's also going to be a lot of minutes uh for the for the starters with kid, a lot of players Here's the big ran question directly for, for Doncic and Porzingis. And we don't talk about, we don't usually talk about this. This is a real basketball question for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Their best lineup is Luca, of course, Tim Hardaway Jr., okay, Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith, and KP. I think sig- by a significant margin. The question is, does kid play kp primarily or maybe completely as a five and if so can kp hold up all season long banging around with the big the big boys or is he you know or is it a test the waters every once in a while situational you know whatever and then you know like we'll kind of like the lakers do with anthony davis and then in the postseason they go to it a lot more because it's really what it's really their best chance to win yeah so um in kids past stops he's been kind of He's very competitive. I mean, anyone who's seen kid play basketball knows this, right? Like he goes for the jugular. And mm-hmm. so does he play Porzingis primarily as the five? And how does that go as for his health? Um, that's a real big question, I think, and something that we're not going to know until we get a little bit into the season and, and try to figure it out. Health-wise, I'm not terribly excited about that idea. But uh, block-wise, stats-wise, I, I like that. I would like to see more of that. Um yeah, I think it's just it's really how much risk do you want to take? And I am, I don't often t- uh, factor in, you know, injuries into my draft unless there's kind of a history, a pattern. We know Jimmy Butler's going to play like sixty-eight games. Chris Stapps is a little worse than that. Like he it just it's a real, real crapshoot. He could play forty. He could play. 45 <laughs> so uh i think it's just how much risk you want to take the upside is there but also um you know if, if he seems something going in the season he could be a really nice value and you can always trade away value um, i think that is it for the dallas mavericks tyler where can people find you on twitter uh, you can find me on twitter at Tyler P. Watts. you can find me at watch the boxes if you like the show rate review us or go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes my tiered rankings are up there right now or follow us on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Uh, if you follow us, you will get alerts when we go live with our mock drafts that we'll be doing uh, every week until the season starts. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. It's always cool that people listen around the world. Tyler, I, I, I don't know if I believe this, but uh, apparently we're the number I read this today. I was trying to see uh, how our podcast is doing. I think we're like the number six fantasy sports show in Denmark. Do you have family in Denmark, Mike? I do not. I'd like to have family in Denmark. I, me too. And that Denmark seems like a cool place. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy visiting Denmark. Um, that's awesome. If yeah. you're listening from Denmark, let us know. Uh, that's really cool. And Shout out to you. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Denmark. We would love to come visit. We'd love for you to drink beers with you. Beautiful, delicious Denmarkian beers. It's not Denmarkian is not how that's uh, the, the name of people from Denmark. 
You can teach and, us what. And that now is. we have no listeners in Denmark. Yeah, you just remember. Oh, our ranking is going down in Denmark. Uh, but I always think that's very cool that people listen all around the world, and that's awesome. If you are not American, that's I think that's cool. Being American is rough, man. It's, it's rough times. So follow us on Twitter. Give us feedback on what you want to hear because we are getting into draft season, and we want to make sure you're prepared for your drafts. So hit us up. And we will see you next time.